It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey, why not sports? Yeah, why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey, why not sports? D Murph, you a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is the big homie D-Murph with another edition. Another edition of Why Not Sports with yours truly. Episode 31, not 31, 31. And appreciate you, Big Sean. It is titled Bounce Back. Big Roy, we back in the lab, dog. What's good, man? Man, what's good, D-Murph, man? I'm feeling that, that Big Sean track, man. That's one of my, that's one of my tracks, though. You know, I'm, I'm digging that album, too, so I like that. You yeah, know? man. I haven't heard the album yet, but I'm getting there, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We, we already spoke on that earlier, but, uh, man, yeah. So, it, it's been a minute, man, since we, uh, since we linked up. And, uh, yeah. As far as the Super Bowl experience, guys, that's actually something we're going to say for later on in the show because that was one of the questions that we both received of um, how was our experience. So we will say that part for later. Um, but other than that, how's everything else going, man? Everything is going great, man. Uh, work is going great. Family's doing great. Good. Every day, everybody's in good spirits, man. This means February birthday coming up, so I'm ah. we are. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting excited by the day, man. Man, your birthday the 28th? 25th. 25th, my bad. Saturday. Hey, listen, stop laughing at me, man. <laughs> hey, at least I knew it was a few days, give and take. Give a brother a chance to, you know what I'm saying? At least I made the attempt. February 25th, man. What you got planned? Ooh, we. <laughs> oh, it's one of those. Oh, hey, I don't want to know this. You, you know, look at Big Roy. Like, oh man, me and my never mind. Yeah, I mean, we're working on it. Actually, me, me, me and my boy Kenny, we're working on it right oh, now. Okay, he gonna come, he gonna come, come down. We, 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 we in the pre. Shout out to Kenny, y'all. Um, if y'all don't remember, Kenny was a uh, part of the Dallas trip when he came through and checked out uh, myself, Big Roy, Q. So that was a pretty dope episode um, that he shot with us. Uh, but yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, just keep me in the loop. Oh, for sure. For you know, sure. Depending on, you know, you know me, man. If I if I got the uh, if I got the time, you know, the big homie can make an appearance. So we we gonna start off with this Super Bowl, man. No, you know what? Before we start with the Super Bowl, I want to thank uh, this particular listener. Um, they told me to leave their name private, so um, I am. But the Williams sisters, Serena and Venus. You know, Serena just. Got her 23rd um, 
her 23rd championship. And that's huge. That's huge that she was able to get that many championships. What's the what's the uh 23rd um Wimbledon? Wimbledon, yeah, the 23rd Wimbledon championship. Thank you, sir. Dog, 23 is a great number. <laughs> men and women's sports. <laughs> hey, come on, man. So that that basically shows that man, she the goat. Yeah, Serena Williams entrenched her name as probably one of the greatest female athletes to touch this earth. I mean, and it's just been an honor to watch her since I was little, and I always had a biggest crush on Serena. You know, man. Yeah, so man. I love Serena. Y'all can see my face right now, and I don't care if she yeah, with a white dude or not. Yeah, man. You still Serena. can't take away. How how good she is as a tennis man, player, <laughs> Serena Williams, man. Hey, that's all. I, but you know what I mean by Serena. But I mean, but this yeah. is what she accomplished sports wise yeah. in her career, right? Is remarkable. Even her sister, the same way, man. They would even when they play doubles together, one of the best double players to play. Also, man, right, they, they just right. accomplish a lot, and they're so they they so big role models right now too. They like role models for what they do as for yeah. women. Yeah, you know, I and agree. what they accomplish as women is, is is great, man, and it just. It's remarkable, you know. She she's entrenched as the greatest, maybe arguably in my eyes, the greatest tennis player, female tennis player to play of all time, man. So, <laughs> twenty three women in championships. I don't know where you put all the championships at. Twenty three, you got. Well, you got to have a special room, <laughs> a lock and key security code because that's, that's history, man. Tro- them trophies are big. You know, they give them trophies to tennis. Them trophies are big. Come man. on, man. So. <laughs> and shout out to I want to give Venus a lot of props too, man, because Venus. Has been having some health problems to where it's delayed the amount of games or matches, in this case relating to tennis, that she's been able to participate in. And for her to be able to bounce back from the injuries, from the sickness, and just from the overall, you know, setbacks that she has had, and still being able to be on top with her sister, remarkable, outstanding. And just and just, and I believe it's very underrated. So I definitely want to give a shout out to Venus. And then, like you were saying about Serena, I don't have too much to say, but she's doing her thing, and she's the greatest of all time. One of the greatest athletes, greatest women athletes to ever do it. So, but thank you for for you guys listening, tuning in, letting us know what we might have missed out on. Based on our platform To just make sure We put it out there So yeah we know And y'all know We got love for women You know what I'm saying So thank you uh, Listener for that That positive uh, feedback And letting us know What we forgot about A few weeks ago uh, Once we did the show So um, Want to talk about The Super Bowl now And I called the Patriots Which everybody knew When the Patriots Were down I still knew They was going to win Because one Is Tom Brady and for a minute, my phone was blowing up. I got text messages. I even had some some of our listeners hit me up by email saying, "Merv, D Merv, where you at now?" Yeah, me too. Me, same thing. The same thing. I, I said, "Give it a chance." It's Tom Brady, and if you know anything about Super Bowls, and this can be a controversial statement, anything can change. Somebody or some people can stop their normal game plan. From, especially from last year's Super Bowl, I'm still kind of disappointed in that because Cam Newton ain't been right since. <laughs> I'm just being real. That's a true statement. I'm just man. being real. So I felt like with that Super Bowl, I said some some going end up happening on this one. And so, guess what it did? That's so true. Guess what it did? So I'm gonna let you talk though. 
Because I can talk a good 10 minutes. But you can go ahead and give your aspect on the Super Bowl, and then I'll, you know, piggyback off you. I mean, you know me, I was, I picked the Falcons. You did? For the first 30 minutes, I'm walking around my homeboy house. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm in a good spirit because I'm we, yeah. we 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 you know we putting wages and we I'm I'm good you know <laughs> you know what I mean so I have to find out you was raising the stakes like oh yeah dog you trying to play him like a fool but they end up biting you in the butt man I mean, at the beginning of the game it was a uh, I just want to say the Patriots wasn't playing the Patriot way you know I can say that right right and right yeah, but I didn't know Tom had it like that I knew Tom was that guy but. What he orchestrated and what the team orchestrated after they came out there from halftime was something I never seen in sports before. I'm talking about basketball, football, anything. I never seen a team make a turnaround with that deficit like that in the biggest, the biggest. That's the biggest stage of the year. I agree. Sporting's event of the year. I agree. It's a Super Bowl, and to do that on that platform like that, Tom Brady entrenched himself as the greatest. Quarterback of all time And I'm going to tell you this Tom Brady As I said Before the football season Before the fantasy football season For my fantasy football fans What up Now he missed the first four games Exactly We knew Well at least I knew He was going to play with a chip On his shoulder And guess what he did He's he kept that same thought process. He kept that same mentality and took people that was cut from other teams. That's what Brady does throughout his whole career. But when it came for the big game, he did his thing. And not to take away anything from Atlanta, the first half, Julio Jones looked like the Julio Jones we all know. He was dominating. Like him and Matt Ryan, he was Julio made some unbelievable catches that game in the first half, D Murph. That toe tapped catch, <laughs> that's just Julio. But that's, that's, that's Julio. That's Julio. But but man, you we, we, we and, and people was phrasing Matty Ice as you know. I don't want to say he froze <laughs> in the second half. No, he's but, an MVP though. Yeah, that's what that's the thing about it. You, I would expect more from him with when the when the Patriots are making that comeback. Okay, I'm thinking okay. Tom Brady, he's the, he's the greatest of all time, but sitting on the other side of the sideline is MVP. Correct, correct. He's not, he's not the MVP for no reason. Correct, you know. Correct. So That's maybe real. he's gonna come back and you gonna let Tom know I'm, I'm here to play too. But it just it's like when they made that first initial comeback. It's like they ripped that fight away from the Falcons. You can tell it was a different demeanor on the Falcons for the rest of the game when they start making that comeback. What? No, good. I was going to say one thing that I noticed, and and, 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 and I'm going to just say this again. I'm going to reference last year's Super Bowl. When you watched a team perform basically for the whole season, and then the key game, they don't play the same, that had me scratching my head. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to Atlanta. Where was Julio Jones? Where was the running game? And the defense. I think on the defensive side, I think that got wore out. <laughs> Tom Brady threw the ball. The, the, the Tom Brady had 65, 62 or 65 attempts. Dog, that's crazy. And for a pass rush to keep that up, the whole, that's hard, D-Murray. That's true. If anybody who played true. defense before, and you're going to, I played, in, I played in a college game one time against U of H. That's when it was number 10 in, in the nation. Okay. 
And they had that's when they had Kez Keenum. Yeah. Kez yeah. Keenum threw the ball seventy five had seventy five attempts in that one that game. That's a lot of attempts. He threw the ball seventy five times. You know how tired and exhausted it was that Sunday morning waking up from the next day. I, Even during that game, we was down. We was dying <laughs> down. You, we, you can tell guys was running on fumes. Yeah, I can see that. And then, and going against that in the NFL pro level against Tom Brady. Hey man. Yeah. I think the defense. I won't say they wore out, but after a while, man, you get, <laughs> come on now. Like that's why that's what you were saying. You said, "Why? What happened to the run game?" With the yeah, Cardinals, you know, you got Devontae Freeman, you got uh, Coleman, yeah, which explosive running backs. Either yeah. way, whether it's up the middle or outside, catching yeah. the ball also. I know, know my football talk list. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do this, but dog, there was nowhere to be found. And then, like you said, Matty Ice, MVP of the 2016 league. NFL league it wasn't nowhere to be found, and so my list is out there. Y'all know I rock with y'all. I appreciate y'all. A lot of the questions that I re- or the main question, do I believe it was rigged? Nah, I don't think that. That was a true. That was that was a true. That was that was a true competitive team out there with no fight, showing how how to, how to make a comeback with a, with a fight. You know, and I'm t- I agree. The Patriots show with a that. will, a will to win that game. The Edelman catch, and I will tell anybody this, and for my listeners again, thank you for the Edelman catch. That was concentration. I cannot take that away. But for other parts of the game, do I believe Atlanta offensively and defensively took a step back? I will say yes. Yeah, I think in the second half, Atlanta was definitely out coached, without a doubt. They was definitely out coached. Sure. It's like it's like New England went in and, and made adjustments. Atlanta stuck to what they was doing. They get that, that that lead. True. And it didn't work. And it, while the Patriots were adjusting, Atlanta would just keep going on with their head. But you know? from one extreme to the next extreme, that kind of gets you to shaking your head, though. Yeah. That's that's where I'm coming yeah. from. And that's why yeah. I said the Edelman catch, even though New England was down, that took nothing but concentration. How does that keep happening every Super Bowl? They make a catch like that. The Patriots make a catch like that every Super Bowl. Some kind of hey, crazy, man. marvelous catch. Well, you know <laughs> what, though? Now I'm in my zone. Thank you, listeners. Now, when you do stuff like that, but it's the preparation, though. Yeah. You play sports. Yeah. When you prepare, what do what do a lot of us say? I worked so hard in the offseason. I worked so hard during the season. I worked hard when people were not watching for the biggest moment in my life to be able to do something remarkable that's going to stand the test of time. Am I lying? That's true. That was a prime example. That's true. That was a prime example. So this is the Patriots is that systematic team, just like my Spurs. Shout out to the San Antonio Spurs. I didn't give them a good plug, but um, but yeah, I, I I do believe, man. I'm not going to say it was a complete. Rigged, but there were times where Atlanta, I did have to question what was going on on both sides of the uh, of the ball, though, because it went from our way was playing super intense to where the intensity, even after halftime, when you think you're rested, you should be pumped. You know, you have a longer halftime in the Super Bowl. You know, so. you know what I'm saying. So for them, this is just my perspective, Roy, and for the listeners out there. All I'm saying is, after halftime, you shouldn't be drained, especially when you're up by 25 points. That's all I'm saying. So when you come out with lack of effort, I'm thinking, hmm, I'm getting scratching my head like the Super Bowl from a year ago. Mm. So anyway, I said my piece on that outstanding game. Yeah. Shout out to Tom Brady and Edelman and just those guys as a whole 
for making it a good, very good Super Bowl in our hometown. Yeah, by by far the best Super Bowl I ever seen. Super Bowl game. I oh, I'm about seen. to say just the atmosphere, yeah, which we'll oh, talk yeah, about yeah, later. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna get to that for sure. But as the game wise, that was probably yeah. I, I never seen. A, a comeback I've seen many comeback But that comeback Like I said Was different Because of the stage No A bounce back That was That's the true definition Of a bounce back You know what I'm saying Shoot Man And I'm I'm gonna keep it On the Patriots They got guys saying They not going to the White House What's your What are your thoughts About that man We gonna gonna change A little bit From sports talk To more of a Social issue talk Um to each, to each his own You know you, Everybody had their own Political views Yeah You know And uh, I know The first one to say Was you know Martellus Bennett You know he's from Houston Anyway He's yeah, first, he was the first one To admit he's not going And yeah. I, I totally understand Guys for not You know for, 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 for I'm not saying For who's in the office Right now But right. like I said Everybody have their own Political views And yeah. a lot of guys Are talking about Some of the things That Trump done since he's been in office, some of the he, things he said, you know, and yeah. <laughs> everybody has their own right and own views of what you want to do with that. So, I mean, if you, if you decline to go to, to the White House because of that certain reason, because that one person is in the office right now, hey, I totally respect that. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't have no problem with it at all. At all, right now. And I'm glad <laughs> you said that. At all. What about the White House? What about, you know, those team officials or people in certain positions when it comes to like retaliation? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying we should live in fear. And for my listeners out there, just bear with me as I make this statement, especially after this one. If you do things that's out of the team concept or you're making us look bad, that rubs people the wrong way, especially in these times. It's rubbed people the wrong way. And I'm going to use one example. I'm going to just use one for my listeners out there. Like I said, I'm I'm in my zone. Craig Hodges, for those who remember Craig Hodges, especially for those out there in the Midwest, two time. NBA champion with the Bulls, I think 90 and 91. I mean, 91, 92. And then he was a three-time three-point champion. He had a story on TNT. And listeners, if y'all don't believe me, check it out. Craig Hodges had an interview with TNT about a month ago. And he was saying similar situation. And it's interesting how history or situations as big as this tends to come back full circle. So they went to the White House. So instead of Craig Hodges wearing, you know, suit and tie, I think he wore a dashiki. And, and instead of him talking to the president, he basically didn't say nothing to the president, but he ended up giving a letter to the press of secretary. And after that letter was read, he said his career went downhill when he was still at his prime. Powerful. Yeah. He said, out of his own words, the organization, how he felt. And he wasn't nothing sure, but if you look at the bigger picture, mm-hmm. he had three-time, three-point shootout, all-star weekend champion, a two-time NBA world champion, and now you can't get on a basketball team? You can't get no work? Yeah. And he said all of this started declining in his professional basketball career once he went against the team Concept and went kind of uh, he took a stance on what he felt was the right thing to do. And, and I mean, and I'm gonna go back to what you said. Like sometimes what somebody may say in the previous may rub somebody the wrong way. That's maybe why I think some of these guys are 
or pulling away from the visit of the White House. There's even some NBA guys saying right now if they win a championship, they're not going to the White House. Man. You know, LeBron, okay. LeBron said it. So it's like, like I said, it's all about what you, like, how you hold yourself accountable, you know, yeah, for yourself. That's you know real. what I mean? These guys are, 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 are elite athletes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So people look up to them, you know, and stuff like that. So, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't have, like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here personally and say what I would do if I was in that position, but. Yeah. I understand why some guys are pulling away from that visit, right? You know, because right. things are being going on with the government and what's going on up there in Washington D.C. So I, I understand why some guys are not. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I mean, we just talked about Chrisette Michelle. Yeah, yeah. But what did she say? Uh, he didn't even shake her hand, didn't even acknowledge yeah. her presence. Yeah. So that is enough for me to say, and I'm not saying what I would do in a way I am. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like if you doing this young African American woman this way, how are you gonna treat me, or how are you gonna treat the next person? So, in a nutshell, salute to those guys taking the stand and just making sure whatever happens, just be ready to, to sustain what you have or bounce back from any repercussions yeah. that might come your way. And stand on. I know I went. Y'all know how I get listeners. I tend to go sidetrack, but I'm back on on, on my point. So football, we are gonna stay on football, man. This is off season now. Now we, I'm gonna talk about your Steelers, man. You know Big Ben. But before I talk about Big Ben, they said Brady, Peyton, and Big Ben. They have been in the last what 15 Super Bowls? Yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah. Big Ben thinking about retirement, Big Roy. You're you're still a fan. How 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 does that make you feel? Is that a good decision to contemplate, or is he doing this for attention, or you think he should just retire? Just I mean, get it over with? me personally, when it comes to uh, retirement talk, I don't ever I don't ever try to tell a guy or try to make it seem like that's to make a mistake. You know, because true. Some of the guys put so many hours and days into what they do right now Absolutely. to make the profession. Like, they, they, I mean, if I got can play in the league two years and call it a career, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, hands down, I'll say good career still. Yeah. You know, but uh, Big Ben accomplished so much in his career early. Yeah. You know, early in his career and <laughs> winning Super Bowls. And, but it, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really see, I, I, like, at this time of year, Everybody talking about retirement. Not everybody, but most of the older yeah. guys talking about retirement. Yeah. It's been a long season. Yeah. Battling injuries and all this type Do of things. Do you think that hurt Big Ben though, having his success so early? I think so. I think so. You know, because he, he he's always the piggyback off of what he, he what he did back then. Mm-hmm. He, he he's good to tell the young guys from back then when we had the Super Bowl running, we did this and then that. It's, and it's hard to relate to it right now when you're not winning the Super Bowl. Because then they have the bus, the bus, and you know Paulo Malu and them Hans guys Ward. like that. Hans Ward is out there. So <laughs> and those guys like, oh yeah, yeah. They had, they, uh, I was that was a hundred frame squad right there. So <laughs> you know, but and for those listeners out there, it's just imagine just like you. Stand on, stand on top of the times, the current times. You go on, you, you you work at a current work spot, and you got a boss who is popular and well known. But a lot of his success came before you. So if he's trying to relate to you back back when, you can be like, I don't know them people. Yeah. They kind of out of my age, you know, bracket. You know, it's kind of hard to relate. So I'm just using this as an example, as far as Big Ben and 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 the earlier teams, because these newer guys might not be able to. 
have that same power or might not be able to relate of the things and the sacrifices that those earlier Super Bowl teams, because he won too, right? Yeah. That they was able to endure. So when he do speak on what they've been able to accomplish, these new guys, like, man, we, you know, I mean, Antonio Brown, I'm just saying, he won a Facebook Live after a win when it's like, dude, listen to the coach. We need to get ready for the next game, which were the Patriots. So little things like that, I believe, maybe somewhat, you know, hurt Big Ben as far as his success earlier. However, he still got it, though. Oh yeah, so, I mean, big, I'm not taking nothing away from the Steelers' win- yeah. success earlier or later. Success is success in my eyes. I'm pretty sure the Steelers would not be kicking Big Ben out the door no time soon. We'll be on his own wheel, you know what I mean? But I, me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't see him retiring. Man, I think Big okay. Ben still got some years in him. Yeah, uh, with the weapons he got around him right now, man, and with the weapons coming back, Ooh. right too, also. So I, I don't see him. I think, like I say, after a long season. Emotional game with the Patriots, you know, and I, I don't I'm big band, big band, please, you know, <laughs> yeah, give us a couple more years, you know. So, I mean, big band, he'll, he'll be back. I think he'll be back. Man. Okay, I think he'll be back. what about your tight end from the Patriots? <clears throat> Gronk, Gronk, that's, it, my, that's my boy. That is, is Gronk gonna come back? Is the Patriots gonna keep him, or he's just gonna say, you know what, Patriots better keep him. I, I, I don't see some players, like I tell you, some players are once in a lifetime players, yes, sir. Gronkowski is one of those players. Yeah, he's a bounce back player too. He uh, and do all the injuries he he been still through, finds a way to be productive. Leg injuries, knee injuries, yes, back sir. injuries. That guy still can come out there next year and dominate the league. Like like he like nothing happened. Church, you know. Yeah, just his size and speed and strength and build like that. I haven't seen a tight end like that ever. I agree. You know, and I, I'm pretty sure Gronk gonna be back. I see them partying out there the, at the parade and Super Bowl parade. And <laughs> <laughs> well, Gronk would do that even if they didn't win, Big Roy. Man, you know, Gronk man, he made commercials. Hey. He 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 on all type of social medias for getting it in. Gronk. He's that type of guy though, where he's 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 in my eyes. I love, I, love his, I love his like his attitude about things. He, you never see him just too mad, but he's always in a good place. Yep. Even with his injuries, he was still yep. from the hospital. He was still smiling and yep. goofing around. Like that dude is always in good spirit. He's never yeah. he never caused no type of unwanted attention to him. But I mean, but he but I think he's gonna be a patriot for life. Like Tom Brady, that's another player might be a patriot for life unless something dramatic happened with a contract or they, they get too fed up with the injuries. Mm-mm. But <laughs> if you if you let Gon Crosby go. Let him slip away to somebody like the Broncos or the Steelers, somebody that. Don't don't keep him in the AFC. Yeah, you got to get him out of the AFC. The last thing you want to do is go against a dude like that that you let you let you let go. Yeah, that's that's hard. That's yeah. what I was watching last night because you know get the basketball game, but okay, so that's hard going against somebody like that. When you let him walk out the door like that. And dog, they got to play against each other at least four times. Yeah, yeah. And for those who do not know what Big Roy and I are talking about. Durant left OKC to go to Golden State. Golden State and OKC are in the Western Conference. And every team, for those who did not know, most Western Conference teams play each other twice at home and twice away. So that's a total of four times. And if they make the playoffs, as you guys know, it can be up to, you know, up to seven, seven games. games yeah. So, but yeah, I just have to throw that, in, that, that, that extra insert for those uh, who wasn't uh, following us at the time. Just making sure everybody on the same page. And let's see. So we talked about your boy Gronk. We talked about Big Ben. I know there's gonna be more off-season moves. Yeah, I mean, 
I think I was seeing something on I think the biggest everybody, the biggest domino everybody waiting right, waiting for right now is Romo. That's the domino everybody. My dog, <laughs> Tony Romo. That's the domino everybody waiting that's to see what's dog. gonna fall right now, man. So and that's gonna be a big a big move for who, whoever gets them because that's gonna dictate a lot. And you listeners, I'm not a Cowboys fan for my first time listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I've had Romo for my fantasy football because I'm in the keeper league, so I get to keep up the three people. I've had Romo. I've been doing, especially this league, 411. I've had Romo for six years. So wherever he go, he going he gonna to turn up. He going to tear it up. Yeah, it looks like he's going to get released because it's going to be hard to trade him with his contract. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't see so many backup quarterbacks making twenty five million dollars a year. So, unless <laughs> well, it's a dumb owner out there, yeah, like, hey, so. we'll go ahead and get you, Tony. I'd be a good backup too. Then, yeah, man. So, like, he's gonna get released and let him just be a free agent, pick and choose where he want to go, man. But and what if he go to Washington though? And then he got to face his old it. team in the same division. That'd be dope. That'd be good for man. the NFL. I'm man, just throwing it out that there. That would be crucial right there, man. And then you got Deshaun Jackson if he stay healthy. Of course, you got my tight end. I'm saying my tight end like I'm a Redskins fan. But Jordan Reed. Yeah. You got um, the other wild out. Pierre Sargon. Yeah, Pierre Sargon. Yeah, Pierre Garçon. And then the running game, man, they got uh, Kelly. Yeah, they found a little gym right there, huh? That dude. That dude going to be nice, man. Mm-hmm. That dude going to be nice. And another thing, too, man, I had a listener. I know this is not a part of the, the segment, but I had a listener say when we're going to set up that – uh. That man tournament, man. Guys really, hey, who, guys really want to be. They, they ready for us, big hey, boy. Who, whoever initiating about the Madden, man, know, they ready. Get at me on Twitter. Let me know when, man. <laughs> get at me. I'm patiently waiting, man. Hey. I, I haven't hopped on the sticks in a minute, but it's, it's like waking up in the morning. It's nothing, hey, you know. See, that's because so. you, because you, because you, you knew football. You know what I'm saying? Me, I need to practice at least two weeks. <laughs> I gotta get my formation. You know what I'm saying? Do that anytime soon, man. Brother, it's gonna be a t- it's gonna take me a minute to bounce back from the old school times. You know what I'm saying? I used to do it without practicing. Man, PS4, Xbox is all the same to me. You man, what's your what's your social media then? Let this hey, person know. If you trying to get me on the Madden, for sure, Madden. I mean, I, I'm on 2K every nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2K, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have a superstar player and all yeah. that. But I'm gonna do it. At Turned Up Road on Twitter. Turn up! Turned Up with a T at the end. <laughs> up, R-O. Look at Road. This boy feeling good about Get himself. Me, man. Get at me. On I hope man. you don't lose. Man, come on, man. Benno, if you listening to, I'm waiting on you. I'm man, you, you know, Benno, he talking about doing that online deal, too. So whoever the listener is, man, if y'all got PS4, Xbox, man, and holler at, hey, yeah, holler at him, man. Maybe y'all can go online and, and work that out. But yeah, we are, we are working on the Madden tournament. We do have four guys right now. I think we might cap it out with six or maybe with even seven at the most. But that's still in the works. And that means listeners are listening to us, man. Like I said, I appreciate y'all. I mean that sincerely as the podcast continues to grow. And I said it on the last show. We just got to make sure we stay consistent with what we're saying. Because now, Roy, we got listeners that's going to hold us accountable. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hey, hey, we, I'm, I'm digging the feedback, so let, let, get at us, man. Yeah, get at us. And I, ain't, you see, I ain't really guaranteeing a win. I'm just, I'm just gonna play just to see what I can do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See what I can do to have an impact and make it at least competitive. <laughs> to snub. I, I, I want to talk about to. Some say the whiny, the crying, the unhappy, the lost Terrell Owens. 
But this guy, as far as his numbers, numbers don't lie. He find ways to bounce back no matter how many teams he's been on to still be considered the number one receiver. I remember the Super Bowl when they thought he wasn't going to play. He had the broken leg and all that. Man, what? Put himself in the chamber and all that. What? <laughs> T.O. came, bounced back, dominated that game. Dominated. He, didn't he have a touchdown too? Yeah, how about 160 yards. That, game, that game is the most memorable game I've seen from somebody that should not even have played that game in my life. I remember where I was at. I was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, kicking it out there. I'm not going to tell y'all why, but I was in Minneapolis, Minnesota when I watched that Super Bowl. I said, T.O., T.O. that dude. I don't even think he was going to play. And he showed out. He he went through a, a, um, a recovery healing process that I never <laughs> seen before. He put a, a chamber inside his house to help him heal like that, man. And hey, that's deep, though. You couldn't even tell he was injured out there that game. Hey. You could not tell, Demur. You could not tell he had a broken ankle or was it? I think it was a broken ankle or something like that. Whatever it was, he shouldn't have been playing you couldn't in tell. that Super Bowl game. And who they play against? Was it the Patriots? Probably see, probably the Patriots or the Steelers. You know, it wanted them too. Because he was with the Eagles. He was with, it was him and Donovan that's McNabb. When that little issue, that's when the issue came a couple. Him and that was that game, yep. you know, yep. so. Man, T.O. with the snub, though, man, second year in a row. Yeah, they need to. You know, like I said before, I said T.O. At the end of the day, you cannot take away his stats. That, and that's the thing about His it. sacrifices. Yeah. At the end of the day, give that man his opportunity to become a Hall of Famer. Stop man, doing him wrong because he's not jacket, in the man. in crowd get or he's not, you know, the politically correct individual. Get that man. He did a, did a lot for the NFL. He deserves that gold jacket, man. What he this like you said a few minutes ago the stats don't lie, and I told you when we were talking earlier and I heard an interview, I think it was on outside the lines and it was talking about some of the reasons why he wouldn't be voted into the Hall of Fame. I'm Talk, listening. Talking about some of his off the field antics. Who's perfect? Celebrations and stuff like that. Dennis Rodman. Talking about he played for too many teams. I'm Dennis like, Rodman. How, how can you? How can it be valid points like that? Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dennis Rodman played on three or four teams. Dennis Rodman barely averaged over ten points a game. Now, for my listeners out there shaking, you know, rocking with me, cool. And also, Dennis Rodman did win rings, yeah. which you can't take away. Mm-hmm. However, the, the numbers were still, as far as the impact of what they did in that era they played, the numbers are basically the same. Because T.O. won, you know, uh, he had most touchdowns in the season. He was uh, leading uh, receiving yards. yards. Yeah. He's done that more than one occasion. He's Most of his career was a number one receiver. T.O. is one of the greatest wide receivers that ever played. That's all I'm saying. Game, so shout out to you, T.O. If you ever listen yeah. to this, man, we root for you, dog. We you want des- you to get you that gold jacket. You deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. You deserve a gold jacket. If Dennis Rodman can do it and he was on all type of teams and colored his hair and partied a lot, you know what I'm saying? And T.O. is mad about this. Uh, he, I would too. He, he is really ticked off about this. I would too. Second year in a row. Dog, he sacrificed, like you said, that broken leg or broken fibula back in the early 2000s like, I don't care what T.O. does Come on field, man All that celebration But when it's time to put the helmet on Strap up And go one on one with that DB right there In front of him 
T.O. was one of the best players to do that. That's all right. Well, T.O., hey, know, so. a lot of us know you should be yeah, man. Uh, a Hall of Famer. Most a lot probably. of us know you should have that jacket. But that's to show you the type of world we live in, though. Yeah. If you're yeah. not you know, involved with the right people, they look at you a certain way, it's going to be hard for you to get that recognition that you really deserve. But people like us, we know not even a question. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it would have been a <laughs> Unanimous to me, T.O. Yeah. To me, if I was about one of the voters, yeah. T.O. Man, they better put you in next year. They they better put you in campaign year. for T.O. <laughs> I might hashtag. I might have to tweet. Hashtag. Have to, yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm, you know and, and, you know and, and you can look at my timeline too, listeners. I'm not I have nothing to hide. I, I'm I'm pretty consistent. When I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. So I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna reach out to T.O. Hashtag Hall of Fame. Hashtag. That 2018 You know what I'm saying H-O-F yeah. yeah that's a good NFL yeah. We gonna figure it out But shout out to you T.O Make sure you keep your head up man Don't let this yeah. get you down man Most Definitely man Most Do not definitely. let this get you down NBA talk NBA talk You know I'm making my transition Listen you know what I'm saying We, we try to make sure we stay on topic Which y'all know I'm sure it's gonna be something come up I'm gonna get back sidetracked But that's just how the big homie roll So now, You know what Thank you, Roy. We're not going to talk about NBA. We're going to talk about the 92-point game. I want you to explain that, man, before I go ahead and put my two cents in. Uh, well, the 92-point game happened, was it like Monday or Tuesday night, I think it was? Uh, the kid out there in Chino, was it Chino Hills, California? Cali. California. Cali, man. <laughs> I got them bars. Yeah, the, little, the little guy, uh, LaMelo. Ball, I think. Yeah, he's a yeah. uh, UCLA commit. Actually, yeah, he's a D one commit right now. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. and uh, dropped ninety two points. Yeah, in one game out there. Yeah, that night. And uh, yes, sir. Um, no, we were talking about. It. We both got our opinions about it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, uh, first off, hats off to him because that's, that's, that's a big accomplishment. Drop ninety two points. In I the agree game, with that. You know, what I mean? it's a lot of shots, but <laughs> a lot. Congratulations to you, man. That's, that's, no that's, defense. That's, 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 a, that's a heck of a accomplishment. Drop ninety two points in the game, but um. If you check out the highlights and see some of the guys that was on the team and some of the guys of the competition, yes, sir. D. Murray, I think you could have went out there and dropped what one twenty. No, I could want as of right now, <laughs> and I'm about ten pounds over than what I normally should be. Like, I'm just man. saying. And listen, hey, this, hey, no, no diss to the, to yeah. the team he was playing against, or, or even the, to him and his, yeah, and his competition. Talent. Yeah, yeah, man, but it's just like the competition level. I mean, I, I think I would have been more. I should have been better. You know him going against somebody like that, dropping it was too easy. It was just yeah. easy. I mean, yeah. he's walking up, just walking up to three pointers, driving the lane. I'm like, it was just. I don't. Know. It's like you playing by yourself mm-hmm. in the empty in an empty gym. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And I'm not knocking them again, listeners. But if you look, if you take the time, just like myself and Big Roy said, if you take the time to really look at the highlights, you can be like, yeah. Most people could have done what he did. Yeah. If you got any type of talent, anybody, uh, Dewan Wagner scored a hundred points for those listeners out there that are rocking with me. Dewan Wagner scored a hundred points. About, hmm, I'm trying to figure out what year it was. Uh, I think it was like 2000 to 2001. But Dewan Wagner for my Cleveland fans out there and my Cleveland supporters, appreciate y'all. DMST. He was. Selected first round six pick, Dewan Wagner, y'all, scored a hundred points in high school and went to the league and struggled. 
And I'm, all I'm saying is, and y'all know how I have the concept, it's about on and off the court and being consistent. That, in my eyes, for Wagner, and I'll get back to Ball, but Wagner, he had so much pressure, though, in the yeah. NBA, because they was like, you're not going to score over 30. And he struggled in his in his uh, NBA profession. Struggled. I think he only lasted like four or five years. Yeah. I don't know for sure. But as far as ball, he going to UCLA. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be like that in college. Yeah. I will put, I'm not a gambling or a bad man. But if I was, I would put a lot to say, don't, don't let that game get to your head. Please don't. You know, we was just talking. <laughs> Please we, we, don't. We just said you, you you're not seeing many college college basketball players drop 30, 40 points a night in college basketball. That's, no, not, that's not happening. The, in college I think basketball. the league leader in college right now. Yeah. I'm gonna go look that up right yeah, as we yeah, speak. You, you're not seeing that from a college college a defensive, not defensive, but Division One college. You're not seeing them guys drop 30 or 40 points every other night, just because you know college basketball is so fundamental. Yes, sir. Scheme wise, like them guys out there, Rudy's on up schemes to stop. This is, I like I like college basketball because of their defensive mindsets. Yeah, I, I never seen a two three zone so hard to play against. I seen college basketball like. <laughs> no, that's real. <laughs> them boys broke their butt off. Two three zone is like you. You learn what a two three zone is really what. Watch college basketball. And shout out to man you know, from so Mr. <laughs> Devin, man, from All Stake No Sizzle, man, giving yeah. a big homie an opportunity to talk about sports and talk about college athletes. And should they get paid? Yes. I just had to throw that out there for my man D, right, Mr. We, McKenzie. We touching that before. You, 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 <laughs> most definitely should get paid, man. Damn, so I know man. some of my, some of my listeners be like, man, Murphy. Hey, if if I've been through it, Big Roy been through it, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk about it because each episode or show that I've done talking about similar topics, something new always comes up. Yeah. Always comes yeah. up. I even talked about too um how Ed O'Bannon, how with him sticking his neck out, allowed a lot of us to get a check back from the NCAA yeah. because they was using our names and our school um Logos Video without our, yeah without our rights, so yeah. they was cutting a lot of us that was on uh, uh, NCAA video games. It reached a big big settlement. Yeah, it reached know. a big settlement to cut us a check. So yeah. uh, I'm not gonna tell y'all how much I got. Yeah, that's exclusive. Right you know there, what I'm saying? Man. Big Roy didn't even tell me what he got, but anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thank you, Ed O'Bannon, for allowing us to get a, a check cut from the NCAA for for doing what they you know should have been doing anyway, but. As uh, far as the individual stats for points per game, let me see, let me see, let me see. Got rebounds, assists. I'm still trying to find it, y'all. It's trying to be stubborn on it, brother. I'm going to find I know, it. I know it ain't probably going to be no major, major, major point differential like that. And, you know what I mean? Like, like I say, that 92 points, not even 60 points. I don't see nobody throwing 60 points in a college game right there. Nah, I'm with you. You know, and they say the dude, LaMelo Ball. He had like 40, 40 points in the, in the fourth quarter alone. Crazy. I'm like, man. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no, ain't no iron team, but, man, come on, man. 41 points. So, Listen, y'all bet with the big homie, man. A brother multitasking. A brother almost yeah. struggling just a little bit. But I'm going to get this, though, because this is interesting, man, to see who's the leading scorer in NCAA right now with what, with what, with what. Let's see, let's see, let's see. NCAA scoring champ. Men basketball statistics. 
Let's see. Do you think Ball, as I look, and I'm going to cut it short. If I don't find it, I just don't find it. But do you think Ball is the leading NCAA Division One score? Even with that 92-point game? Uh, man, I, 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 I doubt it. I doubt it, you know. I mean, that's the first time I heard of him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I doubt it. I think that, that's just like – them, them type of games happens every nine day. Every, every other – Blue Moon, I guess. Them type of games happen for a player like that, man. Yeah. But, uh, like I say, he's not going to do that in college. He, he's definitely not going to do that in college, you know. So, I mean, hey, hats off to you, LaMelo. Man, that, that's, a, that's a heck of an accomplishment. But you know, boy's going to be gunning for you now, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't oh, think yeah. it's going to be easy. Oh, yeah. Are you scoring 92 points? Oh, yeah. Let's see if you do that against us, man. I'm surprised if you restart again this year. You know All right, I mean? so, now that we – now I got it up. I got it up. The leading score is 29 points a game. That's it. And below him is 23. Yeah, see, that's a big drop-off. That's a big drop-off. Drop so, nine, 29 points a game as of up-to-date. And then below him is 23. And then as far as Ball, where he stands. But Ball, Ball. Oh, he's in high school. I'm say, yeah, Ball is a high school. He's, high, he's a high school. See, I'm already, already got him in college. Where he at in college? My <laughs> bad, Ball. I'm up here rushing. Yeah, he's a he's a high school. I, I got excited, y'all. I kind of lost my train of thought. But anyway, so, yeah, it's a big gap, man. There's one guy scoring 29, and after that, somebody scoring 23, and the rest of them, you know, yeah. saying in the low 20s. But, um, yeah, just want to just throw that out there, man. Just be prepared, man. People are going to be gunning for you now, especially for the next, you know, few weeks or for the rest of his high school career, seeing what he ended up doing. Um, the NBA, man. I don't know where you want to start, man. The game from yesterday, or well, we can even talk about the All Star snubs. Yeah, we can. We can, we can hear, your, hear, your, hear your view of the OKC Kevin Durant return. The OKC Kevin Durant return. I think. I think KD, man, or whoever's in his circle, salute to y'all because he balling. <laughs> do I do I still think he should have went to uh, Golden State? No, I still think he he him and Westbrook should have been able to put their egos aside. Like what he, somebody's doing in Golden State, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and even Klay Thompson sacrifices. Man. Somebody somewhere making some sacrifices. And shout out to Draymond Green getting a triple double, scoring four points. Yeah, my man, my man, my man at work, Blake, told him about that. I was like, what? rebounds, <laughs> assists, and steals. He had over ten of those. and only had four points. So somebody buying into the system. Yeah. And for KD and Durant, I mean, for KD and Westbrook, excuse me, not to be not to be able to be on the same page. I don't know if it's coaching or they just two egotistical players. But Durant balling, OKC struggling clearly without him. At this point, it looked like KD got the upper hand because there he's successful. He's in the MVP race, as well as Golden State doing their thing in the Western Conference. Unlike OKC, the only bright spot is Westbrook and what he's doing as far as his overall individual yeah, statistics. His, his triple doubles, right? But as MVP, a team, yeah. they struggling big time. And what they're gonna do on the All Star game when they play with each other? That's what I'm looking forward to. See I want to see how that's gonna be. If that's I was a fly on the wall, <laughs> Westbrook and Durant, they gonna take pictures and stuff. They gonna, he probably had a middle finger up behind his head or something. That's gonna be so. It's gonna be interesting. interesting <laughs> Stop laughing man. at me, listeners. I'm Damn. just being real. 
And I mean, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I'm picking up back off what you said, man. I don't really have much to say about it. Uh, from last night, you can, you can really see it was more like Golden State versus Russell Westbrook. Right. That's what it was. And I was hoping Westbrook wouldn't take it that way. Right. I, I was hoping Westbrook wouldn't take it too personal. The game, you know, right? And it's, but he's a passionate player. Yes, though. very passionate. I can see why. Very, and you can tell at times the game was getting a little out of hand for Westbrook because yeah. he was a little more emotional with it. You know what I mean? And yeah. Kevin Durant was all about getting the win. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Forget the booze and forget whatever happened back then. He was about trying to get the W. Right. And I think Russell was trying to one up him more last night. Right. You know, trying to right. show me yeah, as my squad, I can do it without you. I don't need you, but but you still end up losing the game. Right. 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 You I, know, I and agree. y'all see they had words at one time in the timeout and every now and then and. Some of the OKC players are still yapping at KD at timeouts and stuff like that, man. But all that, all that stuff, it, look, it looks cool. It looks all that stuff on TV, but it's all about getting the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and OKC needed OKC needed that win more than Golden State needed that win. Yeah, you know, man. Like I said, like I said, it's gonna be real interesting. That in like a week or ten days when they out there in New Orleans for the All Star break. So. That's gonna be real. And real speaking of All Star, man. man, you know what? I want to give a shout out to B Dot. A dot, Mr. Brandon Armstrong. For those listeners out there, like, who is that? A good dude. He's a mm-hmm. NBA impersonator. He played co- college ball. He impersonate all prof- most professional athletes. I ended up meeting up with him actually a couple of times, and I'm, I'm gonna keep it short. But give him a shout out, man, because he would be participating in the NBA celebrity game. Yeah, yeah. You know, with Jamel Hill yeah. and Michael Smith as the coaches. Oh, really? And, coaches? <laughs> hey, man, you know, so the big homie yeah. got a little flavor. I can't let y'all know, though. But, yeah, shout out to B-Dot, man, for, for doing his thing, taking time to kick it with the big homie. So let's talk about those snubs, man. All-star snubs. All-star snubs. So I don't know if you want to talk about who on the rosters first before um, we talk about who we thought got snubbed. Yeah, we know who, like, I mean, as far as the starters, you know, for the Eastern Conference, Kyrie, DeMar, LeBron, Guinness, the Greek freak from my dad. Greek, the Freak. Yeah, I don't know how you even pronounce that. I mess it up every time. I do it on purpose, though, y'all. Y'all got to rock with it. My bad. And Jimmy Butler is an all-star also. In the West, you know, James Harden, Westbrook, unanimous guys. Yeah. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. Leonard. Now for the snubs, I'm, I'm a, we're gonna start on the West because that's the, that's the like I said, it's hard to make it in the West right now. I'm, I'm listening, you know. Yeah, we're gonna start with that number one with your dude, Chris Paul. Yeah, that was that was big for me. And I told you, it's like for the last ten years, it's like you know Chris Paul is locked in as a Western Conference All Star. You yeah. ain't got look, you ain't got look it up. And for me to find out he was a snub, right? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I know he's been having an injury rig year, but it's Chris Paul. That team is different from right now from when he's on that floor, you know. So I mean, yeah. I was pretty shocked by that to find out he was a, a snub and guys like Mike Conley, your boy Damian Lillard, Lillard. You know what I mean? So the Marcus Aldridge also was a snub, you know, what I mean. So them some guys like that. It's hard, in the, but it's hard in the West right now to make it. So know? who? So like 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 in my case, I would have still put Paul on, on the All Star team. I think Okay would you have put Paul as Over Westbrook No 
So you still have him as reserve, but make absolutely okay. make room okay. for him. That's okay. Chris Paul. Okay, that's probably the only person I would have made room for. Okay, who okay, man? Who would you take out then? Go uh, Gordon Hayward from Utah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I Utah. Mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's All Star Weekend. It's a lot of entertainment. You got DeAndre Jordan. Shout out to DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. He gonna need his point guard to throw him that lob. Lob City. Lob City. And I know, listeners, y'all might say Merv don't do Hayward like that. I'm. Just, I mean, yeah, he from he went to Butler in the Midwest, out there in Indianapolis, and he is balling. But I would have gave based on because a lot of the sports that we enjoy is entertainment. I just don't think Hayward. I would have just put Chris Paul over Hayward. Yeah, That's all. yeah, but I would have been my pick too. You know, man. So, but I mean, I mean, Hayward's having a a good year so far. And Utah Jazz, well, I'm gonna take that. I think that number four C right now. So I mean, I give and take what what he's doing for the for his team right now in the in the wet in the East. Uh, you got Joel Embiid, the Sixers guy. You know, yeah, Bradley Bill, your boy Carmelo didn't make it. Yeah, that was crazy. Melo didn't make it, and Dwight Howard didn't make it. But his teammate, Paul Millsap, made it. Debatable, huh? The East is so debatable because I don't think Paul George, again, maybe I'm just against Indianapolis on this episode. <laughs> I don't think Paul George, man, based on their team record. Paul George? Paul George. Uh, Indianapolis, the Indiana Pacers are not doing too hot this yeah. season. Yeah. They've struggled a lot of, a lot this year. And I think somebody like Carmelo should have – well, no, nah, because the Knicks, they, they struggling too. That's even worse. Yeah, Knicks. so on that note, uh, but what I would have done, though, I would have put – I would have switched out Dwight for Paul Millsap. Yeah. Because yeah. Dwight right now is averaging a double-double, and he's definitely bounced back. In his career of being a, a solid marquee name, especially once he left Houston, they yeah, he's having a great time in Atlanta, yeah, yeah. and he's doing real, real good. So that would have been probably my only one. Yeah, I mean, I, I ain't really got to speak on Dwight, you know. So we 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 still a little bitter out here about Dwight. So <laughs> good good job, Dwight. But but the one guy like I told you earlier, that and I he's was, real short too. They yeah, got all them guards. Yeah, Wall, Thomas, Lowry, and Kimba Walker are under six. Two six three, and that was just my point right now. I was, I was really like I said, I was, I've been rooting for Kimba Walker, for what right. he's been doing all year, man. I'm a big Kimba Walker fan, and like I say, where he's carrying the Bob Charlotte with Hornets or Bobcat, what they are right now? The yeah, the Hornets. They went back Hornets. to the Hornets. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the it's Hornets. all good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way he's been trying, basically carrying them every night. I was watching the game of the day with him, man. That yeah, he guy, got game. Man. That guy there, man, yeah, he's a nice. real. Score man, nah, he he nice. got game man. No, nah, that's real. He and I told you how much pressure is it out there ball like that? And you look in your sideline on your bench, and you the see, greatest, and you see Michael Jordan sitting the, right the, there. The goal. So I wonder how much pressure you got to go through every. I, don't, I think I don't know if he travels on away games, but I know home games. Michael Jordan's on that sideline on that bench with them guys, and right. you just look over and look down the bench, and you see MJ sitting there. That's like, man. You better get your act together. <laughs> what like, what else man. do you need as motivation? Exactly, if you had the man. greatest NBA player, arguably, I know some listeners might say Bill Russell, yeah, Will Chamberlain, Will, uh, Bird, and Bird, Magic. Magic. Um, I understand, but for my era, I'm going to say MJ, number 23, North Carolina, the greatest of all time. So, yeah, that's enough motivation in yeah, itself. That is, man. That is. So...
Man, that's uh, what else happened in the NBA, man? That I want. Oh, the Miami Heat. Speaking of bouncing back, them guys, man. Before the loss last night, man, was on a fourteen-game winning streak. Yeah. And me and Big Roy, listen, stop laughing at us. So, me and Big Roy, we weren't sure who was even on their squad outside of uh, I was about to say Hakeem Work again, uh, <laughs> Hassan Whiteside, Whiteside, and, 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 and Gordon Drogic. Yep, the point guard. You know, and, and they've been they've been battling injuries and Chris Bosh not playing. So yeah. shout out to the Heat man for turning yeah. things around. Pat Riley and uh, Eric Spoelstra. I like Eric Spoelstra. He's a he's a good coach. Yeah, he's man. solid. Yeah, man. I like him, man. especially for the team he got. Like yeah. you said, we don't even really yeah. know who on they starting five yeah. without really trying to scratch our head. I think they got uh, Deion Waiters, but he hurt. Um, yeah, see, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm asking me what's going on quick with Chris Bosch, and he's not even playing. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and Chris Bosch, please get well, man. Yeah, if man. You're not, man. Yeah, yeah. I know you got what a heart condition or something yeah, like that. Man. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you got a lot going on personally, man. But man, Big Roy, it's about that time, man, for the favorite segment of the show. D Merce, Full Court Press. We'll be right back. Yo, what up, Why Not Sports fans? It's your boy, A.G., the genius child, man. And this right here is your favorite segment. We've been saving the best for last. We talking about the Full Court Press. Yep, we're talking about D. Murph's Full Court Press, y'all. It's not just the Half Court Press. It's not just the Half Court Trap. You got questions about Murph being a husband, father, leader, entrepreneur, whatever, and does sports. I can't guarantee he'll answer them all, but ask anyway. The ball is in your court. All right, now, y'all, we are back with D. Merz Full Court Press. Hey, y'all, as we continue to say, continue to send those questions. Hashtag DMFCP, which is D. Merz Full Court Press. Or you can email it's dmerf at yahoo.com. Or hit up myself for Big Roy. And Big Roy said his DM is being full. So I don't know why some of the listeners, <laughs> some, of, some of the listeners be scared to uh to put it out there, man. Oh, it's all man. good. We won't, we won't, we won't call nobody out. Some of the questions have been good. But because the length of the show, y'all, we almost been at an hour. So we just gonna um, basically just do one question on this episode and, and again continue to keep the questions coming. Like I said, it's not a guarantee we're asking. Answer them, but the ball is in is in your court. So, Big Roy, what question do we have, dog? Listeners want to know our overall NFL Super Bowl experience this past week. Well, I'm going to let you go because you big time. You know, you you, you yeah. the one that uh, turned up. <laughs> you know, snapped. I don't know. I'll let you tell your story. Oh, man. Man, it really is a story, man, but... uh. Super Bowl Houston was unbelievable, man. I agree. It was it was an experience that I like. I, I wanted to experience. It was just like I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, great seeing some of my family. I had my little brother Chad with me. I ain't seen my brother Chad over That's five right, you did years, say that, man. Yep. You yep. know, and yep. that, was, that was my, big. I hung on my brother Chad, man. We was just kicking it like old days back in Louisiana. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? So I, I was, that was like the biggest. That was like the biggest. Part for me was just seeing my brother because I haven't seen him in years, bro. And you That's know, good. I, I really miss him, so I, yeah. I we haven't been able to talk well, like that. You showing your other side, Roy? Yeah. Your vulnerable, yeah, your vulnerable side? Hey, don't brother. cry. I ain't got no tissue. <laughs> that's dog, my little you know? brother, man. But <laughs> that was the big part of seeing him. He grown so much. You got the little dreads now. I'm like, look at oh, Chad, man. man. So, that's yeah. huge. But that was, yeah, that was, that was one, like, like one of my biggest moments was hanging out with him mostly. I wasn't, I, was, I know I was going to go to clubs and party, but when I, I was going to kick with him. Yeah. Because I haven't seen him in so long, man. Like, I'll talk. 
talk because we, we were talking the last time we seen it. We couldn't remember. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that's real. I, that was the big thing with me. But uh, overall, man, it was crazy out here, man. Downtown. Remember that tweet I sent you yeah. with the parking? Yeah. It was some parking for $75. Man, downtown and over there by the NRG Stadium off of 16 man. and all that. It was crazy. But the NFL put on the show. The NFL, they did. The NFL experience yeah, was, they did. Was, was unbelievable, man. It, it was great. Discovery Green it was great. Packed. Man, it was packed, man. I think on Saturday, that Saturday night before the Super Bowl, I heard, I, I don't know if it was trusting the tweet like that had to shut it down because it was it was too many people down there. Oh, you know they shut I mean? it down. It, it, it was great. I mean, I, I was it was cool, man. I, like I said, it was, it was a great experience for me. The city showed love. You know, it was the city was was came alive for they a did. whole week or they ten did. days. Houston, Houston sold out, man. They Houston, did. Houston sold out. I agree. You know, man, I was. Everywhere with the club, we was everywhere, man. We, Big Roy was turning up. We was everywhere. We was in the ah. room. We was in Oro. It was cool, man. I seen Odell Beckham for the first time in club engine room. Ah. You know what I mean? so that was pretty cool, man. Uh, met Andre Johnson, took his hand, man. For I never met Andre Johnson yeah. before. You know, who, uh, Andre Johnson and Reggie Wayne. It was an Oro nightclub. Yeah. Uh, seen those guys. Um, it was a lot of people. It man. was a lot. I, I'm, people, I'm not even man. gonna even say too much on my. It was a lot. It was a lot. Everybody. I say everybody. A lot. Yeah. Seeing see Lil Wayne at the concert. I Lil Wayne with the Lil Wayne concert. It was cool. I'm a big Lil Wayne fan. I, yeah. You know he he he, he reps Houston. He likes Houston. He's y'all a should Houston see, y'all should see my face, listeners. <laughs> but yeah, man. Overall, man, it was great. If you wasn't here, man, I'm sorry you missed it, but. I'm pretty sure Houston Super Bowl will be back in Houston very, very, very oh, soon. Oh, I'm sure. Very I'm sure. soon. You know, so. And to cap it off with the game, the game was unbelievable, yeah. too, with the comeback. It was just. Uh, yeah, so that's going to have people, oh, we went to Houston for the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's going to keep people talking, so yeah. they're going to push to have it yeah. back. I remember when uh, you, I mean, you called me when we was in the Galleria, when I was least hundred guy, you trying no, to the Galleria. <laughs> it was like, man. For those listeners, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to backtrack for those listeners when I sent the tweet. I sent the tweet out to Big Roy. When we was going or trying to go, we didn't even make it to Discovery Green because they continued to block roads. Yeah. Because it was start it was getting so full. Yeah. And we left the house by eleven o'clock. So they had a parking for fifty bucks. I showed Big Roy this. I said, Man, this is crazy. And as we continue to get closer, it was something for seventy five. And then throughout the night, or throughout that day in particular, I, I, you know, I'm calling my dog. I'm like, Big Roy, what's up, man? Where you at? Oh, man, I'm just leaving the Galleria. I said, I'm in the Galleria. I said, dang, we just missed each other. And and there was so many people in the Galleria, dog. Man. Migos. Man, um, Migos. Migos. Young, young Jeezy. But Migos shut down the Louis Vuitton sh- st- uh, store. Dog, man. a few stores were shut down. <laughs> I was like, hold on, man. A few stores were shut down. <laughs> we were trying to walk past it. You couldn't walk past it. They shut down the whole Louis Vuitton store for these guys, man. So, no, if uh, I know, a lot, <laughs> and, I, and I, y'all, now y'all know how I get when I'm in my zone. I basically say what I feel and what's on my mind. A lot of women, they hit the jackpot during a Super Bowl experience, and we, and we and you know, what we're talking about. yeah, because you know. if we as men was able to, you know, see them as much as and we've seen a lot of them, a lot of celebrities and men that's worth and people that's worth money. I could only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. And you know me. I stay over there with a lot of those clubs. Yep, and, yep, yep. You know, if you want to say strip, whatever clubs. You get your is. address to your people. <laughs> <laughs> but I stay in that area. And yeah. It was just. I know the main club. A lot of 
artists were at, man, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Like you couldn't even get down the street. Then it was having concerts at another little event down the street, like at the Avon Center. It was ridiculous, man. Yeah. It was like a little Boosie had a little concert down there. He shut yeah. down the whole street. Oh. It, uh, it was unbelievable, man. It was it was a hey, that was a great experience, man. I went out Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And I'm not a person that go out. And mm-hmm. for y'all that know me, I got a wife and three kids. Yeah. But I tell you, each time I went out, it was somebody I was like, man. Why not sports? Yeah. <laughs> it, it took a podcast for me to, man, Big, big Roy, the big homie. Now, I'm the big homie now. Was yeah. able to get VIP access. I felt like a stud, dog. I'm yeah. like, man, I'm up here with y'all. Yeah. But I played it cool, though. Because at the end of the day, they, as we started talking, they humans just like us. Yeah, yeah. And they respect what we're doing. And they, as long as you talk to them like they're human, dog, you, it goes a long way. I got some things lined up for y'all that y'all gonna be like what yeah. Murph how did you man first of all thank God for just allowing this podcast and him allowing me to use my gift to just open up doors for me that I couldn't even imagine Yeah, you know what I'm saying so I'm getting I'm getting in my zone for real but it's just to say the, like you said Odell and then you know you know, I, I was able to talk and link up with B-Dot mm-hmm. You know, with over a million followers, you know, on social media. And, and it's kind of like, man, they be like, oh, yeah, what's up, D. Murphy? Yeah, we, you know what I'm saying? We kind of heard your show and we see what y'all doing or see what you've been doing. Just keep it up. And I'm just sitting there like, wow. Yeah. You know, so for. for it, it was cool, man. For, for for that type of feedback. Yeah. I'm like, I got to keep grinding now. Yeah. I had, you just never know. So I'm mainly saying for my listeners, the title of this show, and I we are way past time. But the title of this show, episode 31, season two is Bounce Back. Yeah. No matter if you do not see the results that you worked your butt off, don't let it slow you down. Just keep on pushing. Or if you fail or, or you had a setback, don't let it slow you down because you never know who's watching. You never know who's listening. You just never know, but you got to stay consistent. And this past weekend, dog, my confidence... I'm already a confident dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But my status, just my overall, man, opportunities, man, just really opened up, man. It's kind of like, wow, who would have thought when I started this six months ago now that I would have been coming out of guys' mouth that I look up to, whether it's fantasy football or whether it's seeing them on TV talking with people who – I looked up to at a certain time in my life. Now I have an opportunity to meet with these people. And listen, like, who are you talking about, Murph? To be continued. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But right. I just wanted to show y'all that one picture for sure, who I took a picture with to just show a podcast, Why Not Sports, has opened up so many doors for me. And this weekend really topped it off. So, yeah. man, that, that- Super Bowl. Man, Super Bowl weekend was great. I mean, I, I know one last thing. I had a, I, mean, I went to, Prospect Park is like a little, like a little lounge yep. or like that, like yeah. food and drinks. And one memory I'm never forget: Michael Vick was there. Oh, yes, and, he and, was. And uh, Alan Oliver was Alan Oliver yes, was sir. there. So I, like, as them guys, we were leaving at the same yep. time. The guys leaving, and them dudes are so down to earth. Them dudes yep. just walking around like regular dudes around the parking lot, 
signing That's autographs, real. taking pictures with everybody, everybody yep. man. I miss, yeah, I was, I had something else lined up too. I missed that one. I was like, man, I, 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 first you think Michael, first Allen Iverson too, AI, man. and Michael Vick. You no, know, he just renounced his retirement over the Super Bowl week yep. too. So man, shout out to Michael Vick, man. That's one. That's one of my best players too, man. I'm gonna meet him. I mean, it was just unbelievable how down to earth, down to earth them guys yeah. was, bro. Just walking around the parking lot like normal guys, signing pictures. Never, every every girl, every person that walked up to him, they took a picture with him. Yeah, signed an autograph, man. No matter, no, no, it was it was unbelievable, bro. Because that's that was like it was tons of people at Prospect Park Dog, that day, man. Tons of people. That's what I'm saying. We can talk you know about man? this for another ten minutes. But yeah. yeah, I had an event the same time with those two because um, I am justified for those. Who do not know I Am Justified is a hip hop artist here in Houston And he took a picture with, with those guys mm-hmm. And I was like man He was yeah. like Murph you should have been here I was like well you know I, you know, I had something else But man dog Like I said man it's he, For those who came out to Houston Listeners especially It was dope for those people Sports fans and for those athletes, former athletes and celebrities and entertainers, thank you guys for coming. It was outstanding. The networking as a whole was just I can't even put into words. Every right every right turn you went somewhere, somebody was Some, there. and somebody in that status <laughs> knows somebody yeah, so. that can help you brand or whatever. So all I'm saying, guys, to Big Roy's point, if you ever have an event in your area. Or your city, and you, and especially for because a lot of the, a lot of our listeners now, I'm starting to learn are are fellow podcasters. I would go to as many events as you can. I understand we both work for a living, so we we don't sit and do this full time. I can only imagine, but in the meantime, just for the recognition as a part time hobby that this is, I wow, wow. So guys, use. Full advantage of this platform. Do not take this platform as a host, as a co-host, as a, a spot, or as a person that other people look up to and hear on a daily, weekly, or consistent basis. Because guys, we have a bigger impact than what y'all know that we do. And man, that we gotta hit the shoutouts, Big Roy, because I'm in my zone and I feel like I can talk for an extra thirty minutes, but I'm not because I got other things to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. I got other things coming on, but uh. Piggyback off the Super Bowl weekend, man. I had some people out here that I've been knowing for a minute. Uh, my boy Big John from Dallas. Shout out, uh, Big John. My boy PA from Port Arthur, Texas was out here. Otis was out here from Dallas. Uh, who else is out here? Uh, my boy Jeremy was out here, man. Just shout out to everybody that came out here who hit me up, man. Phone was going crazy last week, hey, too, man. Let me know hey. that was in town, too, man. So it was like. It was good seeing everybody, man. It was it was a good week, man. I just I seen met some people, ran some people I ain't seen in a long time. And yeah, some people that I knew you know, from away. Uh, big shout to my brother Chad and his family. You know, my brother Chad, brother actually plays for the uh, Falcons, Philly Wood number forty one. So they lost, but you know, yeah. shout out to the whole Falcons organization. Atlanta showed out in Houston. Atlanta was here hard, man. No, they they hard. took a couple of blocks, man. I felt like I was in Atlanta. All man. them, see, that's another story. But man, it was a lot. They took a couple of blocks, listeners. Atlanta was I, here when I was driving trying to find a parking spot. I seen a couple of like back, like I mean, you know, side to side number yeah. ATL folks, yeah, having a good time, shaking yeah. hands with the Houston. T- I mean, cool whoever, people. yeah, cool. whoever was around, it was all love, yeah. 
I said, no, I want was, to stop the car. Yeah, with no drama nowhere, everywhere. Man. Love everywhere man. I was going to say, hey, hey, boo, you drive. You, I'll call you when I'm ready. <laughs> that's how that's how fun it looked, man. Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah, I forgot to bring that up. Like, shout it was out, so shout much. Shout out to the whole Atlanta uh, movement that came out here, man. It, it was, was real love. It was from the South, man. Real South love out here, man. It was a great time, man. That was my, that's my shout out, man. Just shout out to everybody who came for the Super Bowl. Well, my shout outs, man, like you said, man, just shout out to, I already said it, but for the entertainers, celebrities. Those who took the time to come to Houston um, Just also want to give a shout out To all my podcasters And all my listeners and supporters Thank you guys very much It's nothing but love, I mean that sincerely If there's anything I can do to help You guys know I will I'm definitely trying to be more accessible As far as um, the social media um, you want to give your social media before we end yeah, it, sir? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on Instagram, man. No, I, I got I got to get to my Instagram. I have been adding people. And I, I got a long list of Instagram, but you big time. Uh, what's my? Look at big time. Just because I I get on Instagram, and I don't sometimes I, I forget about the friend request because that's yeah. not what it really pops up on Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, I looked at the other day. I'm like, man, all these friend requests I got to go through. But uh, my IG man, Roboy underscore eighty eight. Uh, Snapchat, you know, Snapchat people add me on Snapchat. Appreciate y'all, Roboy underscore twenty five. Twitter for all the people listening on Twitter, man. At me at Turn Third Row, man. I'm Turn like, up. Hit me up. Hit me up, man. Hit me. And I bet that one listener though, they gonna hit you up about that man. You best, you best, I'm, I'm you best believe that. Patient, you wait. Okay. Well, on that note, y'all, y'all know I'm the big homie D Murph, man. I got love for everybody. I don't have Snapchat yet. And I've had a few people like, yo, D-Murph, Snapchat. Y'all, believe it or not, I'm kind of boring. I know y'all might not think so. I am kind of boring. But I'm just glad to be on Twitter and IG as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) But I promise, though. I I do promise that I will become more active real soon as I continue to uh, have travel plans in the near future. Um, But you can find me on Twitter at isdmurph, IG at isdmurph. Man, another one. Great show, man. It's got, it's got to be back, man. It's got to be back on <laughs> doing this. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. Well, you know, man, like I tell you and like everybody else, until next time, and I'm saluting. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on I'm